is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hello and welcome to 20 <laughs> and a 21, the coolest show in all of the land. <laughs> I turned into Adam Sandler there for a minute. Hey, twenty and twenty-one. We uh, we're getting back to it today too. I know I've talked about it for I don't know a year, but I think we're we're getting back to watching movies today. Uh, we're twenty and twenty-one. We're trying to find the twenty greatest movies, twenty-first century. My name is Joseph E. Frisch. I'm a musician, writer, director. I do all kind of stuff. I'm an artiste, as the kids say today. They don't have to say any of that stuff. You just say I'm an artist. <laughs> so I'm going to adopt the boomer stance. I'm an artist. Uh, with me, as usual, are the learned men. I'm a creator, man. I'm like Christ himself. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm story my, of the story my is own, the story. That's right. I'm my own God, man. All right. Uh, this is as usual. Uh, hey, it's the learned man. I do. Uh, the shark, Bradley, and uh, the, uh, Dr. Woolridge. <laughs> Doctor. Doctor. You know... We're uh, getting back to movies, and I, uh, uh, Rob picked the first movie there for us to watch, and I saw that on Amazon Prime is a little movie called A House of a Gucci. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's funny that you're talking about this because I had to watch it in two chunks because of, well, you've seen the movie. But here is one of my favorite parts. Of House Pacino of Gucci? And, okay, yes, yes. Pacino yes. and Jared Leto are sitting there, and they mm-hmm. they found out they've been bought out by yes, their yep. cousin nephew, and you Pacino killed me. At, you well, killed me. What's he Pacino saying? Pacino looks at him and at his son Leto, and he goes, "Did you leak the information?" And Leto goes, "No, no, Papa, no, no, Papa, no." And I'm like, what? Like I'm just like, no. And he literally no. calls him. He literally calls him Papa. Yeah, I mean, it is horrific. Horrific. uh, My favorite part is when he's talking about how he's a designer. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm a designer. I'm an artiste. The papa, he want to let me play. He want to let me create. (laughs) He want to let me create. And all he did was talk in a bad, stereotypical Italian. Horrible. Voice and do a lot of high pitchness in it. So mm-hmm. take anything that you would say, you know, in a bad Italian accent and just yes. fluctuate with high notes and your Jared I mean, Leto from the movie. Honest to God, you or I could have done a better job at an I accent, agree. I think, than he he did. He literally was like, he watched Super Mario outtakes or something. Yep. It was like, oh, that's it, okay. But he claimed. I know I both think... of you could be better superpowered vampires than he was. <laughs> well, well, that's no, for sure. Hang on. Here's the thing, too, and, and I hope Mr. Pacino doesn't hear this and come on the show and take me to task. Oh, you're right. But I think Al thought he was still doing that Nazi hunter show yes. and was just doing Dude. a Jewish accent. That's what I told my wife because she'd because never of, seen the show. But like, Yeah, she'd never seen Hunters, and I kept saying, like, he's just doing the Jewish voice he did he for is. Hunters. He didn't change he it is. at all. I think... I think it's like he did the Jewish character for Tarantino. 
and then he did the hunters, and now I think he's just stuck in a loop. He's stuck in it. You know, that's what happens to Al. Because if you noticed, he was Al Pacino that we knew, Scarface, uh, uh, Needle, you know, uh, Serpico. He was that kind of high pitched, you know, Godfatherish. He was, you know, that. And then all of a sudden, Sin of a Woman came along. He was like, I'm gonna do something huge, and he never changed. This is his third act. This is his third act yeah. is the Jewish, the old Jewish man. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know, he was still playing Sin of a Woman in the Adam Sandler, Jack and Jill movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's really? never stopped doing that. And so it's, this yeah, it's a good point. Jewish thing. It's yeah. almost like Tarantino was like, listen, Al, I love you. I love you. I'm not, you can't do that in this movie. You're, you're an yeah, agent. Yeah, you got to do this. something else in the tank, baby. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I played a Shylock once in uh, Merchant of Venice. Surely I can do it again. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's okay, but it is a character in a, in a very specific Shakespeare play. So, yeah, <laughs> if somebody like, doesn't know the reference specifically, no, they won't think it is. But <laughs> yes, I was the, bot, the Russian bots that listen to us are highly intelligent, I'm told. Yes, I don't think I we got too. that. I don't think we got that Russian bot with us anymore. I don't know. I Have they lost in interest? Time. I haven't checked I think, in a long time. I felt I think it was they unhealthy. Lost reception at the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That's terrible. Like yeah. voice, voice of freedom for uh, for you know, yeah. new log number seventy two. That's uh, sad. <laughs> I can just see him now. A bunch of Hogan's oh my heroes god! You can know, you imagine dissonance. if there's like some poor person locked in a basement somewhere, and this is their only uh, outside <laughs> entertainment once a week? He lets them listen. To it. Yeah, the and, and right now they're like, "Hey, listens. I just got a shout out." Puts <laughs> the podcast on and listens. <laughs> They're talking about me. That's right. If that's you, shout out to you. We wish you could help. We wish you could help. We could help you. Can you send up some white smoke or something like that? Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll be Speaking of smoke, um, I, I got hey, a little PSA strain here. Of the week. Throw out. Oh, sorry. No, 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 this is a PSA. I've, I've got a problem. <laughs> oh, all right. So look. We are the problem solvers. I'm going to walk into this carefully because Eastwood, I know you live out in the country. Uh-oh. And it's not so much I, country anymore, uh, but go ahead. Well, you're, it's rural. It's yes. it's more rural to me. Okay. So I live like two minutes from Carbondale, but I'm I'm outside the city limits technically by like 500 feet or something. Yep. All right. So OCL. In, 20, in 2022, what is the fascination or necessity of burning garbage <laughs> oh, that human again? beings have? Well, you see, they don't like paying somebody to take. Yeah, they don't like paying somebody to take care of it. Okay. That would just be waste of money. No, ah, I, I, I would never do I that see. when I could just burn it myself. I well, like to, I like I to burn that to stuff put myself. A house fire. I had to put my neighbor's house um, fire out two Whoa. nights ago before the fire department could Whoa. get there because they were burning garbage and it caught fire on the leaves and went to the uh, grills. And um, all I can think of is I wanted to scream at these people, why are you burning garbage in 2022? Or let me ask you another one. Now, when you say they were burning garbage, garbage? when you say they were burning garbage, had they they raked together all of the uh, political leaflets from all the Republicans? Nailed it! No, no. (laughs) Nailed it. No, this. Well, was, uh... I've, I've I've been in your neighborhood, Robbie, and yes, it, <laughs> there's it's not a it's not an appropriate place to burn garbage. 
Like okay. my grandpa Bradley burned all his garbage because there wasn't a garbage man. One sure. and two, he lived in the middle of absolute nowhere, so okay, he had a so, spot where he went and burned his garbage. Okay, know. so you uh, notice I made a qualification that I understand right, in right, rural right, areas right. and things like that. But here's the other thing: let's say you you do live in the middle of nowhere and there's no garbage place. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be wise to wait till we're not in a drought? There's leaves on the ground everywhere, and you yeah, do I mean, not have I, I, a water hose out or anything. Yeah. You might not be able to wait out a drought, but wow. yeah, you need to make it as safe as you can. And and like I said, that your your neighborhood's not. You make a valid wow. point in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Even out here where uh, even out here where I live, I had a bunch of uh, things. Not really garbage, but like woody, and a bunch of cardboard that needed to uh, dispose of. And right. uh, in my injured uh, state that I was in, I was like, you know what? I can do that though. I can. I can handle that. It was one of those, you know, I can't stand clutter. I'm one of those, I don't, <clears throat> I can't have asymmetry. I can't have clutter. <laughs> I can't have it in my life. Everything needs to be clean. Anyway. Okay. I had to get some of that stuff out of there anyway. And I decided as I went outside, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, this is before it rained a couple nights ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, bad, bad idea, Joe. Like it's windy out here. It's dry. Starting a fire out here, even in my fire pit, which is like dug down into the ground. I was like, nah, not a, I don't think that's a good idea. The clutter can wait. Your OCD will be okay. Just put a blanket over it in the corner. <laughs> Pretend <laughs> okay. it's something so, else. So can we agree? We've all we all have the same point of view on this. There, yeah, yeah, there are I think so. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. and there yeah, are certain yeah. times that it's okay. Sure. But wow, I just I am. But wow, your neighbor's house was not one of them. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. Did mm. you were, were you singing the uh, "We Don't Need No Water"? Let that blankety blank burn by any um, chance? I, I was thinking it very hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing they know you got this show. <laughs> Constant listener. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest on our podcast that no one listens to. That I like that. Come on. Come on. Like <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mm. use this to get this stuff off my chest uh, uh, quite often. I uh, I got something off my chest. I don't want to. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't care. Uh, I, I got something off my chest earlier um, to an actual uh, trumper. <laughs> Oh, I want to hear this. And, uh, yeah, man, you mentioned this. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it felt good. <laughs> to be honest with you, but, but, I don't. I'm usually the type of person who like. I don't like. I don't want any confrontation anywhere. Um, but yeah. I will also. I'm also the guy that will yell and call you a dirty name across the <laughs> store. Like if you upset me, like I will. Use right? The, right? I will use the. I will use the worst words possible. Um, across the store loudly <laughs> to someone. You know what, though? I think that's fair. I think you are like the um, James Andrew Koppel slow burn that when, it fi- <laughs> when the fuse finally goes, clear yeah. out of the way because it's going to yeah. get ugly. Yeah, something like it that. But a I, long, long time. That's not true. I also, have a very, I also have a very short fuse in certain instances um, uh, when it usually comes to other people's horridness. I have a very short fuse. Right. Um, right. But no, I. Uh, but no, normally, if I'd see a guy like this, I'm not gonna interact with him. I was nice to him. I saw him come in. It was me and him in an elevator. He comes in the elevator. He's got a Trump hat on. Do I uh, hold it against him? Tell him he's stupid and wrong? No. Nope. nope. I ask him. Shut. I ask him what floor he's going to. 
He tells me I hit it in the butter and, you know, doesn't say thank you. Immediately, so then he wants to strike up a conversation with me. And what do you think he wants to strike up a conversation oh about? Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. You're kidding. Doesn't have anything to do with politics, though. Nothing to oh. do with politics whatsoever. Oh, well, then, what then do you we think this guy right. wants to bring up to me? Should be an easy thing to talk about with a stranger. But somehow, maybe it's me, the though. Weather? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I said, the yes. weather, yeah. He brought up the yeah. weather. That's exactly okay. what he brought up. The safest okay. thing to bring up with a stranger, sure. right? Absolutely. Sure. 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 Take a guess. Weather? Take a guess at how he brought up wanting to talk about the weather with me. <laughs> this is climate change bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that would infer that there's a problem and there's something's changed. <laughs> so, there's, that's not possible. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I meant I meant from the angle of you know, like it's it is. Oh yes, yes, yes. Did, no. did he did he say it's it's raining Jews and <laughs> something no. else horrid or no? I no. think I'd say he, the whole uh, word next time, Robbie. Yeah, yeah, say Jewish people. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was speaking as him. Oh, he was speaking as him. <laughs> I was saying, like, yeah, of course. I was speaking yes. as him. <laughs> uh, no, he says to me, boy, this damn weather sucks, don't it? Oh. Well, to which right. I I'm, to which I say to which I say, you mean this very typical fall weather we're having in fall? It is, yeah, it is. You're right, it is. The nice I'm, cool. I'm still with him though. The nice yeah. cool uh, autumn day we're having today. Well, hell, that ain't good for me. It blow is yeah, blowing same. too damn much for me. And, same, I said, same. and as he started to go, I said, "Let me stop you right there." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I said, first of all. I don't give a shit what you think about the weather. He wanted to talk to me about how crappy the, the weather was. And I said, I don't give a shit about what you think about the weather. I said, if you're complaining about a beautiful day like today, then you're looking for something to complain about. And I said, that's what's wrong with all of you. You have nothing better to do than to make up something to complain about. That's why you voted for a man who does nothing but make up lies about things to complain about. You're perfect together. And then I flipped him off and I exited the elevator right as it opened. It was perfect. All right, so I, I like the exit. And the exit and was I, great. And I agree with you on the last part, but... <laughs> I feel like but this seriously. is more allegory. I'm kind of wondering if this actually happened or if this is Eastwood, like, you know, Bradley. No, this is I've like heard you work- bitch for like 10 fucking winters now. And this guess is- what? You live in a place where it gets cold in the wintertime. That's just no, the way it is. No, this is verbatim. But who starts a conversation with this damn oh, weather all, sucks, all don't it? I do I do all the time. Yeah, do me. you really? To a yeah, stranger? I do. On a nice well, day? Well... Not a strike. Not a. Str- now this well, is what I was thinking. Are you talking like it's like twenty degrees and cold and gray? If you were to say this weather sucks, I'd be like, I understand people feel that way. That sure. wouldn't bother me. Right. Sure. No. I mean, I qualify my like so so a day like you know like you described that is a typical fall day. It makes me hurt. Makes me feel bad. Um, you know, they're objectively nice days, and I will usually say sure. something like. You know, and it's objectively nice it's, outside, but it makes me feel bad. But, you know? Yeah, and that's like fine for him to feel bad. But to, for him to imply that everybody else feels bad on a great day like today, this is oh, my no, favorite no, no, type no, of day no. in the I, world. I have a yeah, nice, I, I, can, I got a Adidas jacket on. 
I got pants on. I got some nice fucking kicks on. I'm feeling good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. They didn't. You can no. hear it. Um, I understand that that's no, objectively objectively so, nice outside. Yes. The next thing is like, oh, what are you thinking about the weather? <laughs> like you can bring it up without having to put your opinion first. And that was my point. He had to put his opinion first. When Before he came way, in, yeah. When he came in, I didn't say, "Hey, nice Trump, nice Trump hat, shithead." <laughs> I guess you're a real worthless s bobbly blank blank blank, because I know where your politics lie. Are you full of hate? Why don't you get out of this elevator before I beat you with my cane? But it, but in expressing, but your I didn't do that. The, weather, I the asked whole point him, of bringing it up. I asked him what floor it was where he went to, and that was it. And I think he should have been able to tell by my demeanor as the disgusted look I gave him as he came in the fucking elevator that I didn't want to talk to him. And uh, listen, guys, I was nice. I didn't make fun of the fact that he was a double amputee. <laughs> oh, no. You're kidding. <laughs> no, I'm well, not. that cuts more in your that cuts more in your favor because that's that's way less to hurt and feel bad. That's right. You know, I mean, it's usually my knees and ankles that I'm complaining about in this kind of weather. So, oh. Yeah, um, I, I, I you did know, somebody fart? No, no, no. I was gonna say it's funny to me <laughs> that like um, I have divorced myself from the political arena now for several months because I've just realized that you know, like you, you cannot, you cannot speak reason to people. Like it's over. Reason's no. dead. I don't know if it's ever coming those, back. Yeah. But actually, election, you can yeah, be real sneaky. Day, they, you can actually well, be real sneaky say, about you can be real sneaky about reason, Rob. If you're talking to people one on one, you can usually be. No, no, I agree. One on one, yes. But I'm saying, like, in in like the mass world of like you know social media stuff or you know, oh, a group sure. of people talking and all stuff. But what I've noticed is like today's election day. For or, yeah, you know, for us today to is election week. day. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, please get out and vote. Um, um, they'll hear next, this next week. Next time. <laughs> right. If you didn't vote, you That's are. That's a T-Ballot. Um, I'm finding my rage is coming back, like, brutally in the last few days. Like, I've been really anxious and been a little sure. short, and I couldn't put my finger on And then all of a sudden, I realized what it is. It's this, because, yeah. I, I, I mean... I just can't believe like Christopher Titus is a is a comedian I love. I, I yeah. love his show. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And he tweeted out this brilliant. He's the he's the, he's the uh, get a bigger stick then guy. Yeah, he <laughs> tweeted out this this great four line tweet, and it was basically like I'll, I'll sum it up very quickly. A haiku? It was way more eloquent than I'm going to do, but it was basically like. You look at you know you look at what happened in terms of the economy, job, you know you run everything and every metric things are going better. Um, inflation sucks, but it's not politicians necessarily to blame. We see corporations are on and on and on. And he's like, Inflation's how not real. how are any how are any of these races with these election denying psychopaths even close? Not just like they'll probably win. But how are they even close? Yeah, and it's that kind of yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like you put all this stuff together, and it's like, oh my god, I just want to scream. Negative integration strategy. And if I have to hear more people cheering on, a red wave is coming. A red like this morning, a guy. You know what? Let me ask you something, Robbie. When in history has a red wave ever been a good thing? 
That's what I was going to say. One guy, <laughs> one guy in a in a, twi- in a face, Facebook post said that um, even anime shows a red wave. Is back. He said a red wave's coming like the elevator scene in The Shining. <laughs> that, that, sounds like, like, that sounds pretty like, ominous. Like horror. Like horror. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's, a good, that's a good analogy. Um, mm-hmm. Good job there. I know you didn't mean to do it that way, but... So, yeah, it's just... It's baffling to me. It's just It'd be, it's, it's a lot more fun when, when these people that were watching Run for Office... Um, are like the people that late night television goes out and interviews on the street and shows how dumb they are. Yes. It, it, that's yeah. funny. When they run for office, it's not, it's not funny. funny. No. Yeah, exactly. That's right. No, and, yeah, and Rob, I'm right there with you because I don't, um, I mean, I get, I see it here and there, but I can just flip right through it on TikTok or something. But right. I don't, uh, I don't see, I don't, I don't read any, like I know what I know and I don't, anything that's super important I need to know, I will get into it. But, for the most part, I keep my nose out of any of that because I don't even do social media. If, you know, I don't right. do any of that. I don't want to know anyone nope. else's opinions. I want to keep, make sure that my house and my backyard is safe. That's all right. I really care about. My social me. media is guitars and yep. dogs and <laughs> sure. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. I've tried very hard to keep mine but that way too. This last week and a half, I feel like, yeah, it's just like I can't get away from it. And it's just, yeah, there's something about it. it's all in my face, and I can't uh, can't get away from it. So hopefully, after today, the world doesn't fall apart. Well, if you guys want, I can give you, my little, give you guys a little bit of my election PTSD tips, and it'll keep you hidden, <laughs> hidden the whole cycle. Hey, it's, speaking uh, of those tips, Jeff, uh, let's get to that section I love to talk about. I know you do, too. Strain of the week. We got some strains of the week. Shark and I are going to yep. tell you what yep. we're on this week. Is Maybe this about like hamstrings and yes. shoulders? You know I'm in therapy. <laughs> yeah, and you're this, in therapy. That's what we're talking about. And, right? and my doctor is fully aware that I like to uh, certain strains help with certain strains. And uh, strain of the week this week for Old Eastwood, the sativa is Morning Dew. Now, Morning Dew uh, came out as a Floracal. If you don't know what Floracal is, that's the like um, top shelf label that uh cresco puts out it's called floracal they're a little bit more expensive but however uh picked up a half o of, 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 of a morning dew jeff this is coming in at 33 uh, oh, percent wow. thca sativa wonderful 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 on the indica side i got myself some animal face uh brand new indica from uh uh, rhythm. I don't know the lineage because <clears throat> it's brand new. They haven't said anything about it. Get this, 37% THCA. If you want to go to sleep, buddy, <laughs> for Holy me, cow. it I go to sleep. Uh, that's my strain of the week. What you got, Shark? <laughs> I, well, I tell you, I've got. Uh, I, I found this nice sativa. It's uh, Colombian haze. Um, oh. But what's real nice about it is, uh, let me see if I can find, don't screw this up. They put the sticker over the uh, over the company name, and it's ah. Be Noble. Um, and so the whole thing <coughs> is, is this stuff was, uh, it's a little cheaper, actually. Um, and I've gotten it several times now, and what the deal is, is it uh, the... Uh, the farm is owned by a guy who uh, did... You know, like 20, 30 years in federal penitentiary for having just a small amount of weed on him. 
Ah, and he took, now he took he advantage of using, the uh, program, the Illinois program he is, of, but of offering the. Well, they had the program where they offered folks like him, uh, a, you know, a buy into that if they could do it. So go ahead. Sorry, I just wanted to mention right, that. right. So a lot and, of states and do that. A big chunk of the profits are headed back towards, you know, reform and you know, getting people out of prison, reform all kinds of signs of good stuff across the uh, the justice cool. system. So very yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm. Uh, like to promote them this week, and you know, I'll also report I've completed my study. Oh yes, on How honey is this bun going? versus glazed donuts. Um, I remember it, something about scientific. this. I was kind of, I was kind of high on uh, on uh, 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 hospital drugs there when I oh, talked yeah, to you yeah, about this. I, mean, I don't yeah, really right. recall, but I remember you were doing a study. And by the way, I saw a big bill on uh, on the company card. I don't <coughs> remember giving you permission. <laughs> Two well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it there at the hospital. Really? Um, okay. Right, right after your surgery. Uh, yeah, right, right after your surgery. Well, I need to. We need to talk about that because I, I tried noticed, to get up there too, I, but he was like kind of doped I noticed, up, and I didn't make it. I just <laughs> kept seeing a hundred and sixty dollars every two days. I was like, on something. I was like, wow, that's the exact amount that a, a half ounce costs. <laughs> Yeah. Haven't you guys figured out yet how you could write this off for a business? Like in the show, you have to try different strains. Holy holy crap. No, I haven't. (laughs) I mean, come on. Do I have to do all the big picture thinking here? Look, you are the guy with the staff. (laughs) Now we just got to get on YouTube. (laughs) Oh, but we can't because I don't let you do that. Uh, oh, they don't let you put marijuana on there no more. I don't think so. They did. Oh wait, for a I'm while. thinking. There's I'm just... thinking of. Never mind. I'm thinking of Facebook. Yeah. Oh well, oh, yeah, 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 Facebook yeah, has yeah. high standards. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right, right. It does. Meta's doing so well. <laughs> it's, oh, uh, financially, it's a powerhouse. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody wants to go to a virtual marketplace inside their computer. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like a concept from 1989 that's really flawed and no one really cares for it at all. <clears throat> now, listen, I teased earlier. I don't know what uh, kind of time we got here. I teased earlier that, uh, oh, no. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, by the way, the result was is that glazed yes! donuts and honey Sorry. bun are the same same strain. You I, really I, think I, they I, are? So Jeff's does, I do. uh, uh, in all realness. Jeff's thing was that, uh, yes, he thought that Honey Bun and was Glazed Donut was mm-hmm. different brands, right? One's from... Yep. Uh, One's from uh, Verano, Verano, I think. And the other is uh, NGW. Okay, Nature's Grace and Wellness. Yeah, Okay. So yes, because Honey, Honey Bun is Nature's Grace. And yes, right. Uh, uh, which I think I've had... Um, which it was very nice. So you're saying it's the same thing? If that's the case, uh, winners clearly nature's grace because it's always slightly uh, less expensive. It other. is, um, and it's also usually a little bit lower of a percentage. And depending on how you're buying it, the Verano people always seem to be just a hair overweight. Oh, really. Yeah, now, I, find, and, um, I find I find a big difference is Verano's uh, flour is really dense, heavy little nugs. Right, right. As right. opposed to Nature's Grace, which usually gives you very light, uh, little fluffy grind up into 
whoa, is that all there was there? <laughs> type of a thing. <laughs> Which sometimes bothers right. me because you're like, ooh, right. look at this big pretty fella here. And you put it in the grinder and then it comes out the other side and you're like, whoa. Hey. <laughs> you're like, what happened to it? Where'd it go? <laughs> it's like, it just turns thing... into dust and stayed in the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, all right. But uh, yeah, well, that was a uh, strain. Of the week, Doc, you got a strain of the week you want to talk about? Knee strain? I'm going to tell you this. It's not new, but I have been a fan of this for a long time, and it's Skywalker. Oh, yes, of course. Right now. I don't dislike that. It's good From, bedtime. Uh, yeah, it is good bedtime. And it's it's a very good uh, body uh, hurt. Yeah, it's, it's an hurt. Indica dominant. And um, mm-hmm. I have just, I tried it once, and I was like, huh, I like this a lot. Well, Robbie, I'll tell you what. Kinda, if... Uh, can I make a suggestion for you? Absolutely. Um, if you like Skywalker, if you ever see uh, Brownie Scout, you should oh, try yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's right. like Skywalker, but a little bit denser buds, more flavor, but it will give you the same body relief slash bedtime feeling. But just a little bit more like, yeah, dude. (laughs) Right, right, right. How many yeah dudes do you give it? I give it like four and a half out of five. Yeah, yeah, easy. You know the the great white whale that I have? Brendan Fraser in the uh, new movie (laughs) The Whale? No, but I do want to see that. Right when they legalized recreational, I went in, and of course there was no flower. You know what I mean? You just couldn't get it. And I ended up getting a vape pen of um, this, God, what was it? it was some kind of gelato. That, oh, oh, air, yeah. And I can't air remember gelato what. Number seven. And it there's made berry, me. There's berry, there's lavender. There's... It made me laugh so much. Like, I was in the best mood. Well, Robbie, that's, so just because it, that's, just, that's just because it had an insane amount of THC that you were not used to having. <laughs> Yes, well, that's true. Yeah, you hit a, yeah, the first time you hit a concentrate. But no, I'm serious, though. If you you stopped for like three weeks or two weeks and then um, went to to town on a pen, it would happen. As long as you had the right pen. If you had an indica dominant, it might put you down. But if you had a gelato, generally is an indica and or uh, hybrid. Um, I think this was a hybrid. I'm going to be honest yeah, with yeah. you. Now that I think about because it, it I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's just because that first time you get that high concentrate, it's like, oh, oh, oh man, this feels like I'm, you know, <laughs> Either that or, or whatever. you can just eat you a little bit of sativa RSO. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that'll put you on over the edge, too. It'll. It's That's true. That, that That's like doing a uh, – RSO is like, you know, some people are like, well, I'm going to do a uh, tolerance break. Well, you don't have to do a tolerance break. Just every now and then, throw your little RSO on top of what you got going, and go to the moon, and you know. And then when you run out, you, you know, back to where you were. Mm-hmm. Okay, or, this is all good advice. I just want, I want, I would love to have a go-to that just made me goofy happy. Well, if you, <laughs> like, it uh, would Robbie, just be awesome. I'm, dude, buddy, I'm telling you, I know you don't like them, but since yeah. you are nothing but an indica guy, if every great once in a while you got a good sativa, like a lemon yeah. bean. Yeah. Like a lemon skunk, something that's, you know. Sunny clean. Mac. Sunny Mac, something that's a really clean, what I like to call a clean buzz. Meaning right. it just gives you like a happy, I can focus, 
and I can I can okay. get stuff done I if I want to. This. Hey, yeah, Robbie, if you, I, but I, if you I don't have wanted, something uh, to get done, you can also watch a movie and just be like, <laughs> "That's really okay. stupid," and have see, a conversation with somebody. Okay, see, this is what I'm talking about because the only time I had a real um, sativa. And it was back in the days when you didn't know what you were getting till you till you smoked sure. it. Yeah, you just got it. What it was, yeah. And it Brown was bag blue, liquor. It style, was this yeah. blueberry flavored marijuana, and oh. I hit it. And not too long afterwards, I felt like I was on speed, and I did not like that <laughs> at all, at all. I was I'll tell not you, but a happy camper. Back then, if they had a real blueberry flavored marijuana, I think they had some kind of chemical in it. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm you had a response to. Yeah. I'm not joking. That, that sounds like turpentine. Yeah. It. Uh, well, nice. here's here's the thing, Robbie. I always nice. liked liked indicas nice. and and indica dominant hybrids. I did too. Um, I stayed away from sativas because I was like, well, they generally make me anxious. I tried same. a couple of them, and same, same, I was kind of like, eh, not really. Eastwood's the guy that convinced me to try them again and in a different context. So, like, you know, if I'm playing music, if I'm doing something where I'm going to be creative and I want that, then I'll smoke sativa. If I'm chilling and, you know, it's I'm going about whatever, then that's hybrid time. If I'm headed to bed, you know, some indica. Right. And I started kind of using different types throughout the day to get a different effect that complements what I'm doing at the time. That's exactly right. Okay. Okay. And Eastwood's the guy that that pushed me down that path, and I'm glad that I'm down that path because, you know, I'm not waking up at 7.30 in the morning and smoking bedtime weed all of a sudden. You know what I mean? It's it's different. Yes. Yeah. And if you're a guy like me, we know that uh, being being dads, the age we are, you get tired sometimes. Well... Shark, I know you don't, but you're freedom fighting and stuff. Rob and I get tired earlier than we may have used to get tired. Yeah, we have, we have yeah. ways to prevent that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if you no. want to stay up writing on a Friday night instead of getting tired, right? you have some lemon bean, and you know, next thing I know, it's more lemon bean. Okay, lemon bean. Lemon <laughs> bean. Would you recommend like getting a vape or just a small amount of flour? Like getting a joint and just trying it that way? I'd go... I don't know. I'd I say, just, I'd, whatever I'd, your preferred method of yeah. consumption is, they don't matter. Well, I'm saying you want to get. I would want to get a small amount in case I don't like it. You know what I mean? I don't want to go sure. get well, a, a get just, it. If you don't like it, just give it to one of us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Instead of going to waste, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to throw it away. If you, you know don't what like we should it. do? We should have a. Uh, you should you should do it uh, for the show. I think mm-hmm. it would, you would burn that. You would have the energy. It would be okay because you're going to be on the phone with us, and I think you'd just have a good time, right? Doing it, right? So I would. I mean, go, that's what both yeah, of us are your, doing for the get show. Yourself, <laughs> get yourself a joint and uh, try it out, or not even joint. I would I th- personally, actually, that's, I would that's personally what you buy do, an eighth, but and just that way you could have your own little. I could have a hitter or two, and then move up to whatever you might want. So that would be my advice. Yeah, but yeah, go advice. ahead, Jeff. You got more advice. No, 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 no. I second he that. He is an That's attorney. Exactly what I'd do. Yeah. That's yeah. right. No, as your attorney, I'd advise you to follow Eastwood's advice. All right. <laughs> hey, we talked earlier about <laughs> getting back to movies, my God. And uh, I don't have a whole lot. Of, we don't have a whole lot of time. So left next show. week. <laughs> and uh, Rob picked uh, one of my favorite movies of all time by one of my favorite Italian directors. Court Killer Score by uh, Ennio Morricone. Um, loved it. <clears throat> I couldn't find it anywhere, luckily. I have a Steelbook 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray of it. 
Um, and that was the great Once Upon a Time in the West. Um, oh, my God, I love that movie so much. can't believe you guys picked this. Uh, I was probably going to pick it eventually, but Rob picked <laughs> it for the movie. I don't, I, hang on. Did we get, I'm looking at the sheet here, and I'm hearing what he's saying, Rob. I mean, what's is that's not on your paper, is it? Uh no. <laughs> so what? Yeah, what? Once, what? What? You? What? You watch now, Eastwood? Once, upon, once upon a time in the West, the uh, great in Sergio West, on, on the West. Once upon a time on the Western Front, maybe. No, no, no. Once upon a time in the West, I own it on. Uh, Oak, uh, I think I, thought, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch so that. I, I didn't watch that. All, Is that what we're not supposed I to watch? It was all quiet on the Western Front. Right. Is that what we were what supposed to watch? Oh crap. How it's on Netflix. It? How long is it? Uh, it's almost three uh, it's hours. Two, two and a half, yeah. Uh, you guys got time? I can watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll hang. We'll, we'll hang. All right. right here. Just hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Let's watch it. Uh, listener, we're gonna, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop recording here, and we're going to watch this, and then I'll, we'll hit uh, record after we get back. All right. Hey, whoa, man. That was not like Once Upon a Time in the West at all. No Altogether different. Or anything. Oh, no, no, Charles Bronson playing a harmonica in that one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was waiting wagon. for it. Oh, wow. Cheery movie, Rob. Good, good yeah, pick. Beat uh, a lot of a lot of positive vibes going on. Uh, the color palette. Call Wes Anderson because he's got competition. <laughs> one of the brightest. <laughs> you're you're primary... like Burt Reynolds dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you meant Dom Delaney's, but I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> oh man, no, so many bright colors. So much, um, man, so much mud, <laughs> so much gray. Wait a minute, bright uh, colors? Where, what bright colors did you see? Oh, man, <laughs> I think I was seeing through tears of, of pain <laughs> watching it, which created a rainbow effect in my eyes. Oh, my God, what a first movie back. Back. Yeah. Oh, all quiet. <laughs> so, Western obviously, they kind of hit you over the head with what their point is. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty good. I mean, I can't. Whew. Now, my first question was, uh, am I supposed? Why should I care about these crowds? I can say that because I'm German. <laughs> no, that's well, that's that's the point. I mean, it's. Uh, I, and I think that's exactly the point. Is is that it's supposed to? It's it's because it's never apologetic about. No. Oh well, the Germans were justified. It's no none of that. No, it's just simply told from the German perspective, and yes. it's it's showing you that. Hey, this is this is an equalizer. You know, these conditions, you know, are not different for anyone across the board. Everybody's here for the wrong reasons. This is completely futile and it doesn't matter who you are or where you're at. Sure. If yeah. you're involved in this thing, you know, you are truly equal now down here in the mud. Um and so that, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's why it's even more impactful. Um because it's it told is, from that um, perspective, you know. No, I will say, um, it is very uh wonderfully done. Uh shot, uh performs performance, everything. Uh, yeah, um, and I, I I probably liked the parts you didn't like, Shark. <laughs> if I had to that, guess, yeah, that that'd be my guess. I mean, you know, because it's like I I, I think I, I I like this movie. I mean, the the book is a, obviously a seminal work of you know of literature in the twentieth century. Um, 
going it's, in, I have uh, uh, I have no knowledge, uh, no information whatsoever about the book. Um, oh so yeah, was, this is I was this, going this in cold, was, So yeah, I mean, it was written by a guy who was who was uh, the 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 characters are generally composites. Some of the diplomats are real people, um, right? But the soldiers are generally composites um, in the book and the movie. It's kind of like. Uh, a platoon, you know, where it's like, you know, I was there and I served and I saw these people and so I mashed them together and made, mm-hmm. you know, it's not my experience per se, but this is the general experience. And so that's why you don't have character development. You know, it's like you instantly meet these guys, they give you some reason to care about them and then they do these bad things to them. Um, you know, even the main character, you don't know him well and you don't need to know him well because that's not the point. You know, it's, it's sure. you know, these they're the conglomerations are part of the story, you know? Right. Do you, do you think it's, it has a goal that is kind of like, um, do you guys remember in one of the opening scenes to band of brothers, one of the actual, um, veterans who, you know, who's alive and talking, he talks about how he, he remembered one time seeing a German boy that he had killed right? and, and thinking, had we met, at a different time and place, we could have been friends, maybe. Like, maybe he liked to hunt and fish. Maybe he did, you know, like, mm-hmm. but, but we, yeah, were I know what here, about, right? we were both yeah. here doing what we had to do. Right. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't that seem like kind of the goal of this? It's, no. Uh, in part, I, mean, I think, like, in part, yeah. I, I mean, particularly. I, not, I don't mean justification. I mean, like, you're here, you're in a war, and it's all kind of senseless and crazy. I think I get the what part you're, you're talking about where he, you know, tries to silence the guy and then ends up right. trying to save him and going through his wallet and all that, maybe a little bit. Um, I can see where you're going. You know, I can see the similarity it, anyway in that, in that, yeah, in but, that scene, but I don't know if it follows but, through. Here's right. here's the thing though it's 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 more nuanced than that and yeah you're right Robbie but that you know you this book film hits all of the big overarching things that you're going to see in any any war film you know you you end up not fighting for glory and country but for the person next to you right. all of the, all of those things are are in there and the the we're not so different you and I is definitely part of the it's story part of it. but sure. this book was written in 1929 so you know, eleven years after the war is over, and, yeah, real perspective, and, it, and it's in Germany. You know, this is this is right. this is a German you know work. Uh, so, nineteen twenty nine Germany, you know, is but you know what's going on there. I mean, thirty two, you you know, so I mean, you've got all this upheaval, and the point of this book was, and the feeling about World War One was, this was totally futile. <clears throat> um, we had millions of people killed because of some monarchs. And one of them got shot, and then all these alliances got triggered, and next thing we know, everybody's dead and Europe's in ruins. That There was literally no reason to have done any of that, and that was right. the way people felt at the time, and this book reflected that sentiment. So that's that's what the uh, overarching point of this is. is that which is way is different than what I'm talking about with that one intimate I, uh, scene with right, that guy. Right, yeah. I mean, all those things exist, and plus right. World, War, World War II had this very much this feeling at the end of World War II when the the... Americans and the Germans met, it was very much a, hey, we're not so different. Now, when the Americans and the Japanese met, that was not initially the case. Right. Um, you know, and had MacArthur, you know, for all the bad stuff he did, you know, I mean, people who do a lot of things like that on big stages are complicated. One of the good things he did was some of the administration and policies and the Constitution in Japan and so on and so forth. But, you know, that 
Uh, you and I could have been friends on the European theater at the end of World War II was a common sentiment and theme for World War II. Mm. Okay. Well, I have a note here. I wrote down, uh, was this better with Chris Pine and Wonder Woman? <laughs> oh wow! Just a question. No. I'm just just a no. question. I, the answer is no. The answer is no. I'm gonna no. be uh, I'm gonna be Jordan Peterson. I'm just asking a question. I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying I'm that. I'm just asking a question. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> the answer is no. I haven't seen the other one, but. You know, this is this is a necessary work of art. It needs to be told. Everybody needs to see it. Yes. Everybody needs to understand the point. But right. I get the point, and you know, um, I don't need thin red. I mean, thin red thin red line wouldn't exist if it wasn't for all quiet on the Western Front. You know, um, I don't need that mm -hmm. stuff. I'm I'm there. I get the point. I don't need to watch it for two and a half hours of bleak and dreariness. You know, it, I mean, we just oh, have see, so what did, what where did more? where did you stand? On the whole uh, stealing of the goose and the eggs, where'd you stand on that part of the on the movie, and, the, and then the, and then the return to it? Well, I mean, I, you know, I think that was just the. Uh, I, I don't know if Could I you have, have a done position, without it. Were you, were you just like? Were you just like? Uh, because I like no, that no, stuff. No, no, I think it was an important I like part the, of the story. I like the slow walks um, <laughs> through the. Through the madness, I liked the uh, uh, the moments of beauty they found, and just you know, and and what moments they could, uh, stuff like See, that. See, I like the things like like when they're giving them their uniforms, they actually show hobnailed boots, um, mm. <clears throat> and that's I mean I I you that's something you read about all the time when you're you know you're reading about you know German militarism you know mm -hmm. in that era. Um, but like you never see a picture of it and I've never seen it on ah, screen, you know, well, I mean, you'll hear, them. you'll hear the sound effects, you know, like when you see the Germans march into Austria or something like that, uh -huh. um, you know, in a movie, they'll put, you know, their, their marching sounds in there, but they specifically wore hobnailed boots. And if you see the, when they're getting their uniforms, they actually show purposefully the bottom of their boots. So you can see what those things look like. And they're basically a bunch of, you know, cleats in there, you know, huh? All right. I did notice the uh, was the uh, guy too dumb to know that his uh, uniform came from a dead guy. Yeah, right, right. No, it just must have been too small for that other must dude. Must have been too small for that other guy. Uh, rip. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it, uh, but, you know, I mean, think about it, because that's the whole setup is, is, you know, we're youthful people rushing off to war for glory and... and yeah. You know, Full, and you remember yeah. too the idea of German nationalism. You know, is only not only sixty years old, but you know, Germany's only been a country for about sixty years at that point. Um, or well, no, not even that. Fifty, forty, some odd. I'm bad at math. Sorry, eighteen seventy-one. Uh, you do the math anyway. <clears throat> you know sure. that idea of we we are this Get collective. And we're after this glory, and you know, rather immediately they find out that, hey, wait a minute, that was all a big lie, <laughs> you know. I and, and I mm -hmm. think that's pretty impactful. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, all the intercutting with the, uh, you know, the because uh, I mean they they blow you away. They don't you know they don't take you through. You know, the normal war movie setup would be is, you know, if you're going to start with recruitment, you're going to show some training portion. I mean, they don't show you no, none of that. They you know, I mean, they, they no. imply that you walked, you know, you, you went in this recruiting place and you got your uniform on and they put you on a truck and next thing you knew you were in a trench, you know, a day later. 
Um, yeah, you know, that's why I want. Quite exactly it really like seemed that, that way. But. It seemed that way because he was going through. They gave him a gun. And the guy looked at it like, "Oh, <laughs> I finally yeah. got a gun." And, <laughs> well, oh, no. and what they and what they're doing is they're they're trying oh, to show Papa. you. Um, they're trying to show you by 1917 how how uh, <clears throat> pressed Germany is for manpower. Um, and so whatever training period they had certainly would have been significantly shorter than it would have been, you know, under ideal conditions. But mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to show you, hey, we had to rush these guys to the front, you know, less prepared than what they should have been. Yeah. Um, so they get the point across that way well. I have another note here. It says false advertising, not very quiet. No, not a bit. <laughs> not although I will say this, um, that's what disturbs me is like the quiet parts of the movie. You know, the parts that are loud, I enjoy far more than the parts that are quiet. Oh, really? I uh, 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 so you weren't a fan of the the, the score, huh? No, no. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So, like, I thought about that more. Maybe they were trying to replicate some instrument that was you know, particular to Germany in the time period or something. That's kind but, of what I wondered. But, uh, it, but sounded... It, it sounded like an 80s synthesizer. And every time they <laughs> used it, which they did frequently, it would just take me right out of the time period. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it sounded, it contrasted so much that it was like, you know, even if that did up. exist at the time, it's so inaccessible that, you know, sure. if you don't get it, you don't get it. You know, here's I mean, an odd uh, coincidence. It's actually even the same, down to the same key and notes as one of the songs for uh, Three Knee Deep, uh, one of the pieces of music. Mm. However, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not talking bad about this <laughs> movie. They used it for everything. I couldn't quite see All the way. All the way. This In mine, it's literally just Colton's theme. You hear it when you see Colton in one form or another, whether it's, uh, you know. Well, it's, it's, and, and you don't have Herbie Hancock playing a synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all strings. <laughs> but I couldn't... Uh, at one point, I know it was actual organ because I could hear the uh, the pumping of the bass pedals. Whoa, right. pumping an organ. Let's take it down oh, a notch here, boys. <laughs> oh, it's a family show. Uh, <laughs> stick around for the late show. Um, no, I could... But then the, I know what you're talking about, though. The big thing that would come in... It could have been some kind of, like you're saying, German uh, brass instrument that we don't know about. But it right, sure, yeah. sure did sound like somebody like a, like a, down to a, a bunch of bees in a can is what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It was horrible. It was just like, oh, my God, does that guy have a fuzz pedal on a harp or what is that? You know? Um, yeah, it was. It was point being is, is that even if it was an authentic sound, it was inaccessible. I mean, you know, if you've got, like, the cavalry charging across the Western Plains and you blow a bugle, okay, everybody gets that. That makes sense, you know? Um, but, yeah, this this was so out of place that it was like, oh, God. Oh, but, man, I'm, I'm tired, guys. I'm sorry. Thanks for giving me the uh, extra three hours to watch that movie. <laughs> in a break there, but it's starting to take a toll on me now. I'm starting it's to funny because Shark and I just sat here for three hours, and we didn't even really speak. It was just kind of like three hours of silence. Yeah. yeah wow. No, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I, I just, mean, that sounds – I bet people pay money for that, you know. I watched my dog sleeping. City slickers, they pay for good money for silence. That's what I hear anyway. <laughs> I hear I hear our friend Sam Elliott's gonna start a business where he supplies silence for city slickers. I thought he'd become a majority stockholder in my pillow. 
<laughs> oh, I was gonna I was gonna send this to you the other day, and I couldn't figure out how um, satellite, you know, wasn't working like it should have been. But uh, it was some lady posted like like there's this budget RV, you know, group on social media, and uh-huh. uh, you know, and these and these people have got a very very left wing bend and have you know are very political and take great pride in kicking out uh, folks who don't agree with them and. Uh, and <coughs> So there's some comedy in there every now and then. And uh, this lady gets on there and she was uh, asking about, you know, hey, places I can boondock around whatever in Minneapolis because she was going to, you know, buy some factory direct my pillows. And, uh, oh, my God, savage, savage. The comments were, yeah. I mean, there were, there were three or four days for the comments. And if I could have sent them all to you guys, I would just, you would have died. Hey, did you hear um, Tim McGraw has come out and talked about something Sam Elliott said to him when they were filming 1883? Did you guys Uh-oh. see this? No. no. So, um, so I'm going to read this straight to you. And there's an F-bomb in it. Do you want me to edit it out, Joe? Sure, if you can, yeah. Okay, so on one particular day I told Sam, thanks for doing this and being part of this. I just want to let you know I've learned so much from wa- uh, working with you and watching you. And Sam Elliott just looked at him and said, yeah, I didn't learn an effing thing from you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 Did he say it, like, hopefully with, like, a, a, a wink and a smile? I'm pretty sure that... No, I, I, I don't know. He said... The play thing would have been thanks me too, but Sam wasn't going to miss an opportunity for a joke. That's the way he yeah. he says he was a ball buster and he was playing around. But I, you know, I, I, don't know. I think you can you can put it this way. I, on TMZ the other night, they had uh, Sam Elliott and Chevy Chase walking out of a restaurant, just having had dinner, and I, that, that kind of sums it up. What really? <laughs> no way. By the way, uh, Bill Maher's got a podcast now. Of course he does. Everybody's uh, got oh a yeah, podcast. that's right. Dennis Miller was with him. I forgot. He's got. That seems to be his thing. Is he's like, I'm gonna have people that disagree with me only on. He's had like Kid Rock and. Uh, yeah, I, but he yeah, seems he to agree with all these people on a lot of stuff. That's true, now. though. Like, I, well, I was really, gonna say, yeah. Well, really I mean, though. he. I wonder how how much of it do you think is how much of it do you think is true? Dennis Miller just flipped out and and you know lost some brain cells or whatever. And how much of that do you think is marketing? Where somebody went, you know what? I mean, look at this demographic, guys. Look what this demographic is doing, and look how gullible they are. Look what they can be sold. No, if no, we want to make no, money, let's let's have no, it. No, I think Dennis, Bill, I think Dennis Bill Miller Moore, maybe. But um, not yeah. Dennis Miller. No, Dennis no, Miller. That's what I, no, 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 no. I'm not asking about Dennis Miller. That's my point. Oh, you're talking is, about Marr. Is, oh. did, did Marr go full Dennis Miller? Is he nuts like Dennis Miller, or is he just playing the market? No, I think he's just playing the market a little bit. And I he's do older. think he's yeah. playing the market. And he's older white guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like... He's, he's going to fail in some of his opinions. <laughs> you know, like, I, I saw him talking on something the other day, and he's like, you know, I'll tell you what's killing the Democrats is this woke agenda. And I'm like, oh, my God. If I have to hear that one more time, That's I'm going to run yeah. my fist through a wall, because that is... The and biggest the thing, why, shit statement there is. Why didn't everybody just yeah. tell the truth? What's ruining the Democrats is lack of organization and bad messaging and all thinking that we're smarter than each other so we never actually come up with a good solution and do anything. Yep. I mean, that, that yeah. the, you know, I mean, that's that's the real, that's yeah. the truth. We suck too, and that's why. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just like, and I mean, like, wokeness has become such a, 
giant term. By the way, that Jeff, is you shouldn't. Meaningless. Uh, hold on, point of privilege. You shouldn't have said suck, Jeff, because that could imply something about oral sex, which could be gender. <laughs> implied. That's true. That's true. My apologies. Cancel shards. I do. I do. I feel, I'm feeling tired, so everybody Let's needs to this. be stop being so loud. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, but you know, you I mean, think think about it. I mean, you know, I guess if they ever realized that about the Democrats, it would be like you couldn't scare them with the "they're going to take your guns away" thing, because if they ever realized that the Democrats are so disorganized, I mean, they could never get something together like taking away everybody's guns. I mean, they no. can't agree on like where to meet <laughs> or what to like what food to bring to this thing or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah, these Don't people bring are. There might be peanut yeah. allergy people there, and you can't bring meat in case there was... Yeah, uh, the, the left some, wing uh, will implode like it always does. Bring some uh, impossible burgers, except for the CEO of Bitter Guy's Nose Off. Is <laughs> 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 that true? I read it. I saw a headline or something that said uh, impossible burger. Uh, bur- who is not impossible burger? What is it? Um, should I eat it sometimes? Um, but anyway, he, he bit someone's nose off. <laughs> Got a real army hammer situation happening <laughs> at, the, at the top levels of Impossible Burger. <laughs> or, what am I saying? I can't think of what it's actually called. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Uh, Aren't there people who are, like, really mad at Cracker Barrel? And it's not because they, they didn't take, yes. like, meat off the menu. They just, they just added a non-meat uh, yes. you know, option. I mean, it wasn't yep. like you can't still go in there and get all the same. And people are like... Well, I'm not ever eating a cracker. Really? Why, why not? Well, I don't, yeah, I don't get to, that. Does that make sense or not? It's because they gave something to someone that they deemed you shouldn't give anything to. Oh, I, I see. Because, you see. know, people okay. that uh, okay. maybe have had a... Jeff, people that have a, have had a heart attack and their doctor puts them on a all-vegan vegetarian diet to save their lives... Those right, people right. are just pussies. They should just eat pork <laughs> and beef like a real man and die. <laughs> That's what they should do. And I'm glad the other side wants to do that. Please, eat your pork and beef. <laughs> Keep it up. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. I mean, I it's get good. it. That's my plan. But it doesn't, doesn't seem like that plan ought to be forced on others. Pork and beans. I eat more Vegan. I eat more tofu. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. So Zeppelin was shark. fruit and Morrison was meat. <laughs> meat is what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you forget it. <laughs> My dog's looking a little worried. She hopped up and scampered off. <laughs> well, I don't blame her. Hey, we're just about out of time. I was gonna say do some stand up for Shark. Uh, the people are gonna be. Up in arms, not about the election, but about the lack of stand-up for sharks. But we're out of time, I think. Uh, we didn't have a timer, and they kicked us out of the studio, so we're not allowed in there anymore. <laughs> so we're all remote. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. Adios. Later. All right. Stoppy stop. Stop.